Welcome. You are listening to our panel discussion for the Lord's Battle Axe Youth Sunday. Listen and be blessed. Planning, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and um, when you look what Google has to say about resolutions, it says that, you know, having a concrete uh, decision not or to do something. So I, I feel like it's it's ideal. It's not it's not too bad. Um, would you do you care to share any new resolutions? You well, not what you have into 2024. Something that you've done before, and um, just if you don't mind sharing one or two with us. Uh, yes, I can. Uh, like I mentioned, right? It's something we do yearly. So yeah, I've made so many resolutions in the past, but I think I can just share one I made while I was in secondary school. Um, and the reason I've chosen this is because of the importance, right? So I think sometimes, um, sometimes in 1998, I think, uh, I was in SS1. Uh, I realized that that particular year, right, I, I attended a public school. So for a complete session, I was living home and I wasn't going to school. Oh, Lee. Yeah, I was living home, I wasn't going to school. So at the time, I think it was just about the end of the session, I just went to school. And there was someone that has been looking for me, the class captain, said, uh, this teacher wants to see you. I said, okay, but I didn't go. So I think a week after, she asked me again, this teacher wants to see you, like you've refused to go. I said, well, it's not like I refused, I don't even know the teacher. Oh. <laughs> so I, I think after that, after that year, I reflected like, okay, I think one other thing that happened, there was a rule in Lagos State then, any student found around, uh, 9 a.m. should be arrested. I remember that. And of course, I had uh, another idea then. I always wear a uniform, then underneath my uniform is another cloth. So a change cloth, so I changed. So luckily, my friends were arrested, but I wasn't arrested. Okay. And so they all slept in the cell. Oh. So after that, I felt God like, because if that had happened to me, I can't imagine my father hearing that I was arrested. <laughs> I'll be in big problem. <laughs> so I think after that, I just felt like I want to stay out of trouble. Like I want to stay out of, so then my father always told me like, the way I'm behaving, it looks as though I'm the only one that will not go to school. Like, I don't, I don't look serious. So I decided, okay, one, I want to stay out of trouble. I want to make my parents proud. And thank God it turned out good. <laughs> I, I, I can also attest to at least that part because uh, when we were in school, it was one of the best in the class. So, Miss <laughs> uh, uh, I did not say that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, uh, bringing this back home um, as a church, as Christians, right? Do you think we're supposed to make resolutions as well? Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the way we make resolution for, just like you mentioned, resolution is more like setting goals. Having a determined mind to actually, you know, take steps to be deliberate and achieve those goals. So the way we achieve goals, even in for, for our personal development, like for, for our career, like myself now, I always kind of have an exam or a certification I want to achieve every year. So the same way we set those goals for our career development, there should also be goals or there should also be a resolution pertaining to our spiritual development. So I believe there should always be, you know, such such a resolution set. Fantastic. Now throwing this open to the church, um, do we care? We just want a few suggestions of uh, spiritual resolutions. Youths, it's it's our day, so I want to see those hands. Youths, don't disappoint, please. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This coming year, I've made a plan. You know, last. Okay, we are seeing this. They already by God's grace. 2023, I, I did it with God's grace and help. I made sure that I had a Bible plan. Fantastic. So I already finished it. Ooh. So I'm starting. So I didn't even know because there's one in Open Ever. But I saw the Monzai on the posted. My family he posted one, so I, I'm, I'm praying that the Lord will help me. <laughs> Amen. Fantastic. I think your sister also has one. Sister Tayo. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I know a lot of us actually do New Year resolutions. I know some people trying to lose weight. Tommy, it's part of New Year's resolution. 
emotions. Um, but what I will say is we can try to make resolution. I think praying is one of the things that we Christians struggle with. And I remember Pastor, I think one of the weekly service, he talked about we can start, he said, he said not five minutes, but you can start with 15 minutes, like 12 a.m., you know, say, I want to pray from 12 a.m. to 12, 15 a.m. Amen. It's just a suggestion. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think buttressing that part that you said, Pastor, I think I also remember one Sunday he mentioned that um, you are a, you've been a Christian for 10 years and the most you can do is pray for 10 minutes. Mm. Well, Pastor said it and I'm, um, <laughs> I'm keen into it. I'm seconding it. All right. Do we have more suggestions? All right. Uh, I think for me is waiting on God lots more. Because I'm always hiding under, oh, I'm breastfeeding. Not that breastfeeding is done. So, <laughs> so I need to, you know, I need to be intentional about waiting more on God because the Bible says some things will not even happen only if we wait on Him and, you know, and deny the flesh. Okay, so that is fasting, fasting. you mean, right? Yes. Fasting. So fasting, fasting, fasting is fasting is one of it. So, uh, any more? Any more? Oh, I see a hand in front here. There's a hand in front here. There's, yeah. The mic is. Yeah, I think for me, my resolution would be to complain less. Okay. <laughs> complain less, give thanks more. Yeah, that's a good yeah one. so because sometimes you may think, oh, this thing I'm passing through, um, why me? I'm doing too much. But then the same um, situation you are passing through is something someone else is praying for. So, and on the light, lighter note, um, I'll next year I'll freak less at my kids. I, I <laughs> so when they do anything wrong, I just shout. That's my default reaction. But next year I'll try to be more calm. We have hands at the back as well. You were interrupted. Amen. Fantastic. On the other hand, hands in the front. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. to get my kids into devotion and just making sure that you know they understand the concept of reading the bible and the word of the lord and, and all of that fantastic thank you so much it's not a resolution <laughs> please if you are making a contribution it would be good if you can if you don't mind please stand up so that the camera can pick you up and there's nothing to be uh, uh, to be shy. But this is our service for today. Yes, sir. As people are watching us online. Yes, sir. So uh, we're in God's presence. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I just want to uh, add to the Bible plan thing. The women we resolved to read the, uh, the Bible this year. Um, I know some of us did not. Some of us started, some did not complete it. Mm. I pasted the last four readings this morning. The last four. I made up my mind I won't do it again. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I want to concentrate on my own. But because I had uh, people saying that that's what they want to do. So I will start reposting it again. As from Hallelujah. So that we can do it together. When we do it together, it helps. So um, this time around, we will try and uh, do something um, uh, practical so that it can be smooth. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I think um, a lot of us have New Year resolutions. And um, it's funny that many of us want to start January 1st when we should actually start now. 
Um, and that's because your New Year resolutions should be like a daily resolution. You wake up in the morning, you decide that this is what you're going to do. Like um, a brother that wants to stop freaking out on his kids. The kids will not abuse you once a year. They will not annoy you once a year. They will annoy you every minute. <laughs> so you have to make that resolution every day, basically. Um, but more, more importantly, I, I need to ask the question because over time, we have um, had several resolutions. Uh, this year, I want to do this. I remember when I was years back, when I was younger, and my dad had made the New Year resolution. He told us in our devotion in the morning that he was going to be going to work every day and uh, he was going to be going early. And then, you know, sometime in January, I was just looking, I, I don't know, I think I went to buy something or something like that, and um, around to nine, I saw him running and chasing a bike, you know, and then by February, everything had <laughs> Back to status quo. <laughs> you just wake up on one Wednesday morning and you see him sleeping. Um, so, I think it's more important for us to discuss consistency. And um, the things we can do to ensure that we are consistent and um, at least into the year, even if it is halfway, it's okay. That's, um, that's spot on. And um, I mean, it's also like segue into what we, okay, it's still part of what we have planned up for this. So um, we'll take you, sir. Probably you'll be the last we'll take. Okay, we'll make an exception. I mean, um, one of the things that I just want to add to it is, um, funny enough, I woke up this morning and I called my first child and we're just talking on my bed, asking him about his resolution and what resolution means and how to see it as goals. Now, it's not enough to just say, I want to study the Bible, I want to um, not freak out, I want to lose weight. But if we do, if you put a little bit of perspective to it, to practicalize it. How these goals, smart goals. Mm. Now, you want to do this. Yes, that's the, that's your aspiration. That's your goal. That's your resolution. But what are the steps that you need to take to actually gotcha. achieve them? Now, if you don't put in those plans and how you're going to practically achieve those goals and also reevaluating yourself to say, okay, now this month or this week, how much of the Bible have I covered? Do I have some deficit? What exactly is actually injuring me from achieving these goals this week, this month? And then you're constantly re-evaluating such things because we pretty much do this when we are at work and we know that we get appraised and then we do, we tend to achieve our goals. Mm -hmm. Same thing applies if you bring that same mentality to our spiritual life, to our physical, to our day-to-day -day, uh, life. And then we, we are accountable for those things and we set realistic goals and then work towards achieving them. December 31st, 2024, we would have seen that we would have achieved the loss rather than just making it so nebulous and so ambiguous. And at the end of the day, we just realized that we are just yeah. back to square one. Thank you. So we have someone here in front, in front here, behind Brother Alex. Just um, just a very funny comment about um, the five thirty prayer. We all wake up because once the alarm goes off like this. Well, I mean, I once the alarm goes off, I'm a very light sleeper. Once my wife alarms, once it goes up, I'm awake. So you know, days that I struggle and brings us to uh, one of the things we'll be talking about. Once you know, if she, if she's I'm like, 
go and pray. Stop the alarm. <laughs> you know, but uh, we, we thank God. So for our, uh, what we're looking at next is uh, a few things we've already talked about. Things that hinder us achieving these resolutions. What are the popular things? Um, I know someone talked about um, maybe your availability. Um, you know, if you're going to work, you know, there's, I, I know, I know, I understand that some shifts, you know, you could do double back to back. You, you get back, you're exhausted, you're tired. I mean, availability is, uh, is, is one of, the, one of those things. Like, what else do you think? Uh, I think just like uh, that brother said, you know, we don't need to wait till a particular time to start those things. So I will say procrastination. Procrastination. Also. Mm. Procrastination. So when we, okay, I'll start it tomorrow. For example, someone who wants to go to the gym, I, I think a couple of times I'd, I'm not going to I'd have that discussion with you. I've registered for gym. <laughs> <laughs> I will not have so, that discussion yeah, with you. Oh yeah, I actually never went there. So yeah, I would say f- uh, procrastination. Okay, for example, like the prayer thing. Uh, okay, I will start it tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, um, I will start it on Friday. So we will never get things done if we don't start now. What are your thoughts on social media? Oh, I was going to mention that. <laughs> hmm. I, I think not just social media. I would say all media. It could be social. It could be mainstream media. It could be print media. Uh, I think too much of everything they say is not good. Too much of everything. Um, I used to be addicted. I think I'm much better now, right, babe? I I love news. <laughs> and the only place I get my news is from Twitter. So whenever I'm not doing something, I pick up my phone. And I realize and how I'm still there. Now, it brings me to this, especially for us that use um, iPhones. I can I can talk about this directly. I have this setting on my phone every Sunday. It gives me my screen my screen time. Yes. And one day I I know I make I've made this analysis before. You have twenty four hours in the day. If you're a healthy sleeper, you sleep for about seven eight hours. Another seven and a half hours you you are work, and then the remaining time you have maybe about five six hours. You know I looked at it. Your screen time is six hours per day. And then I look at it, out of that six hours, how many have I actually used for God, you know, to pray? And honestly, it became, it became a bit of a bother. You're not the only one. I, um, even if I'm watching TV with my wife, I'm watching TV like this. Okay. She'll be like, are you seeing what's going on? I'm like, yes, I'm seeing. I keep up. And, you know, for me, I just, I got to that realization. And I mean, still using, I don't know about Android, but I believe you should have I, I now had to consciously activate um screen limit feature for myself. I did once, I disabled it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I felt I was being restricted on something I bought with my money. So far I have not restricted mine. But but wait, mine has just been about two weeks. Ah, okay. <laughs> but so let's talk about it in, in two months. <laughs> you know, but 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 I looked at I looked at I looked at the screen um, time report that came this morning that reduced by twenty four percent, and I'm like, okay. So what I did was it was just something very simple. Yes, social media is um, probably where we, especially with us that have family all over the world, you try to keep in touch with people. So I put everything Instagram, Twitter, I just put it, peg it maximum one hour timeout. Um, when I'm when I'm I'm one of those people that. I fidget a lot. So when when I'm fidgeting, I just pick up one random game. Right? Those games too, they are very dangerous. <laughs> you 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 be you be at it, you know, one hour, you be like, you know, you you want so I just, I limited that too to about thirty minutes. So even when everything is done, I, I am forced to do something. Mm-hmm. The very first victim of that something is my daughter. <laughs> she can be anywhere, come downstairs, all right, let's talk, play with me, you know. And then, you know, it, it's, it, I feel that it's also kind of helped my relationship with her. It's improved a bit. I mean, she's six, but then, you know, all the things that she doesn't need to tell me I hear, but it, doesn't, it, 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 it also doesn't matter. One of the things I also feel that, um, that affects resolution, uh, procrastination is one. I think laziness is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's laziness. I I mean I don't 
need to define laziness, but at the end of the day, there's just a need for us to to be intentional, to exactly. do things, you know, you want to do it, don't give up, just just go at it. And, you know, and when you want to make resolutions, right, you don't, I, personally, New Year resolutions, there are things that we'll be doing, but I think, like, you should make your resolutions, just like you said, every day, you know, you commit to it and you decide to, to, to go at it. Now, looking at the next thing we have is, what are the steps to achieving your resolution, even if it's, even if they're daily resolutions or New Year resolutions, what would you say would be the, should be the steps? I think it will be the opposite of what we just said. Uh, we we have to be intentional about it, and just like uh, someone said over there, there has to be a, like an appraiser and reevaluation of that set resolution. Like, how am I fearing? Hmm. Am I like walking? Like, am I a step closer to what I want to achieve? For example, I think the easy, uh, easy example I can give is the Bible plan. You know, if after a week you check and you realize you've missed four out of seven, seven days, you, you know you are not on the path to achieving that thing, right? So we, we have, there has to be a daily evaluation. We, now, we need to start checking, uh, like the, the frequency, I, I, I wouldn't know, I think it will depend on you know what resolution that yeah, is right, maybe. but the we need to reevaluate. We need to check to see if we are actually on track. Just like in any project, you want to check every every week if you're on track to completing that thing. So you, we need to evaluate ourselves. Technical, could you please help us put up um, John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six? I know we've not bothered you for any scriptures. John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six. Okay, while, while, we, while we are waiting for them, we'll just talk about the next one. For me, I feel the most important thing you know, behind or before every resolution is to lay it at the feet of God. I want to stop doing this. I, I, I'm falling behind. I even want to read the Bible in one year. Everything starts with God. You pray. God, as I'm about to do this, please help me. So this is... But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So you need, you need I mean, we're all here. We've, you know, we like saying that from January 1st to December 31st, I see that from the day I was born up until now. You know, you've not been doing it alone. It's by the grace of God. Now you want to achieve something. You know, you want to do something. You typically you say, I mean, even if you're about, I, I remember back then if we we're traveling for Christmas, you know, while we we're on the car, my dad would say, "Oh yeah, let's pray. We pray for Johnny Mercies, right?" So you're traveling, you pray first. So when you're making that resolution, pray first. You know, put it in the hands of God, and um, just like the scripture says, right? It will even when you're about to forget, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring it to your remembrance. Mm -hmm. Um. I think the other one too is um, accountability partners. Absolutely. Pastor Gina, a little bird told me that you're into fitness, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, I feel that, or maybe you may disagree with me, that if you're into fitness, uh, you need somebody to always ginger you. Am I right? So when you are when you are tired, when you can't go the extra mile, you have that one person pushing you. Yes, the Holy, we have the room for the Holy Spirit, but then you also need that one person. Because when you're at the gym, yes, the Holy Spirit is with us anywhere, but you need that one person first before you now start saying, Holy Spirit, help me. I'm right, yes? Thank you very much. So it brings us to this, you know, you, you're, maybe you want to join a department, or maybe you've even committed, you know, I know somebody over there said um, she's committing to reading the Bible, in, in one year, and then you know, Pastor Titi also mentioned that she's going to put, you know, for the women, that she's going to put um, the scriptures to there, and automatically you already have that set up for accountability partners, right? So by the time you know maybe someone is missing, someone is not there, you check up on the person. Now I know that, and I'm also going to, I mean, you you need your own um, your own personal person, yes, because. Even though we are a church, you know, some people here also 
we only see ourselves here mm-hmm. on Sundays, right? And there are some people here that we see ourselves outside church. So, I mean, if you have your own person here outside church, it's not, it's not a bad thing for you guys to commit to together to a spiritual goal. Yes, even if you're married, you're a couple, you guys can also be accountability partners within the home. But also, I mean, to, to, to the word of God, to the scriptures as well, uh, you guys can also be accountability partners as well. So that is one of the suggestions that we have. Which other one do you think, Gary? Uh, before we move to the next one, I actually have a question that I want to throw open to uh, about the accountability partner. Okay. Who should be your accountability partner? Like, by who, I don't mean well, should it be this person or this person. But I wanted to say, for someone to be an accountability partner, it has to be someone who can actually help you achieve that thing. I'll give you an example. Um, take, for example, when you're trying to study something, you don't understand this thing, and you're going to another person who doesn't understand as but, you. But both of you drag yourself down. <laughs> I mean, please correct me. I, I mean, maybe I'm rusty with that scripture. Um, Amos 3.3, 3, I think something that can two walk unless they agree. So I, I think, I mean, we'll still throw it open. Maybe Pastor can help us shed more light into it. But I think the very first thing is to make sure that, you know, you are both heading in the same direction. You know, you're not going to Sokoto and the person, other person is going to, uh, you know, they're even still in the same line, going back to Cross River, <laughs> you know. So opposite directions, right? So I, I think I think that is important. Please, if you don't mind, can you please help us bring the mic to Pastor? Let, let's hear if he has any opinion about accountability partners. And please, while we're doing that technical, could you please bring up First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11? Yes, sir. Assignment and I decide that my daughter is my accountability partner. Um, is it going to work? What do you think? It depends, it depends on the tax. It can work, <laughs> it may work, and it may not work. Yeah. And it's most likely not going to work. We are talking about what accountability that somebody that can say, Ah, you have not done it, go and do it. You now. need to do it. My daughter is my accountability partner. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> 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 That's the end of accountability. I'm like, you know, 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 if my wife reminds me once, twice, and three times, and maybe the third time she reminds me, it looks as if we are about to quarrel. What's going to happen? She, was she won't mention it again. Until January 1 next year. <laughs> but if there's someone that I respect, that I say, okay, this is what I want to do. I was talking to one of our pastors, and we had a discussion that relates to his wife. The three of us had a discussion. I said she would do something, and I asked him, how far? I said, Pastor, you better talk to her. And of course, when I called her, I said, don't think I've forgotten. And still, so she knows that she has a responsibility to do what? Go ahead and, I mean, I'm not forgotten. In the new year, I'm still going to do what? I'm still going to ask. And so she will sit up. So I think that is one area where the issue of accountability partner, I mean, there are so many perspectives to it, but that's uh, Adrian ensures that uh, you have somebody you respect, somebody you can listen to, somebody that you know you cannot lie to. Because there are some, some people ask us questions. And the way we have answered, we have not answered the question. But we know that, uh, uh, you, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You are being diplomatic. <laughs> At times, diplomacy will take on who to help. God will help us in Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, I don't know if I answered the question. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, we have two people. Okay, let's take him first, then we'll come back to you. Thank you. Hallelujah.
tell you, come here 4 a.m. every morning. I'll give you $5 million. Will you miss it? Absolutely not. I will sleep here. I will sleep here. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Pastor Gina, please. Is the rice and bread. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Humans are selfish um, in nature. Yeah, yes. So, if you want um, to go to the gym, you want to go to the gym because you want to look better, you want to feel healthy, right? Why do you need an accountability partner, someone else? Right? You have to determine yourself that you need to feel better. You don't want to be 50, 60, 70 and um, start having health issues that you don't want. When you want to get... This year, I wrote three professional exams. Right? I wrote PMP, I wrote CBAP, I wrote Scrum Master. Nobody told me to write it. 
I knew that I'm coming to Canada, I need to get a good job. Right? I've been dragging feet for years on writing some of these things. When I was going to write IELTS to come to Canada, nobody told me. I saw two of my colleagues. I said, Am I, are they going to leave me behind in this country? No. I stood up. I went to write the test. I passed it once. Right? And I started thinking, I'm like, I've been dragging feet on this thing for years. When I can actually get up and do it. Right? And this year, you know, I wrote three key. In fact, I wrote PMP in February, CPAP in March. If you ask me now, how did I do it? And if I'll be able to do it again, I'll tell you no. Right? But because I knew that I needed something, and whatever it was, it was intrinsic. It was in me. And, um, you know, every day we have to wake up and decide to be better versions of ourselves. You know, you, you want to do something better to make yourself better. Mm -hmm. It's not, if you are going to the gym, you're not doing it for your accountability partner. You're doing it for, for yourself, yourself, right? Because you don't want to grow old every day and be having back pains and you are not able to bend down and you're not able to kneel down, right? Every time you want to, I mean, all of us like money. I don't know who doesn't, right? Um, <laughs> you want to, you want to, I mean, get promotions, you want to get better jobs, you want to get better opportunities. You know what to do, right? Yeah. It's laziness, it's, um, many of us are just relaxed where we are. We are fine with the thorough cupboard that's coming inside. It's okay, but if you know that you really want it, you will go you for, work it. for it. Every single day, you will go for it every single day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so this is the last, last one we're taking on this. Thanks a lot. I want to talk about, um, he mentioned accountability partners. Maybe something that's very important. I would say, if you take the Bible of Soa, the Bible says if, if a man went out to sow, the first one was on the floor, the second one on a rocky ground. Now, if someone was thinking of structure, there was no structure for the plants to grow. So some people need accountability partners. Someone has not made it. Right. It depends on your structure. Right. Like in such a pattern that I can't call the fact. It says, if the axe is blunt, what strength is needed? Wisdom is profitable to direct. If you think you need it to achieve your goal, go ahead. The most important thing is to get your goal. That's it. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now moving, moving, moving on to. Um, oh, so, all right. Sorry, Pastor. Amen. Amen. And just for this discussion, okay. I, some people need help. That's the truth. That's the truth. Uh, and so we must not uh, uh, overlook that. Some of us are we are we are strong within ourselves. I, I once took an exam that I went to school. In my first year of school, I was sleeping. <laughs> so I stopped going. So I got the books and I read. And when we took the exam, four of us went for it. The three people, the other three people, they went to the school, they had the materials, they were talking when we were going that if I was not sure of myself, I would, before writing the exam, I will conclude that I have failed. But I was the only one that passed the exam. And all I did was I got the materials and I read. Because I realized that by my, I came to realize that this class thing, doesn't pay me, but most people will benefit from going for that lecture. Yes. So there are individual differences, and some of us need help. Yes. And where we need help, let's not be shy to say, "I do what I need help." I need help, and we, by God's special grace, that's why we are in body, yes, and we will help each. Order. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, two things, um, or three, we have just three things left, um, so we can just round up. Um, the next one is um, forgiveness. A lot of people, um, from what I've heard, you know, you've offended someone, someone has offended you, and you put in your mind that I'll forgive the person next year. <laughs> Well, I mean, even, even, even the way Jesus taught the disciples to pray, 
Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So I'm just, I, I, I believe that you'd agree with me, even with the word that some of us, I mean, may, may not be everyone, you may have offended someone that you know that you've offended. There are some people that have offended you, still asking you for forgiveness, and you feel that, you know, it's not uh, forgiving you, when indeed you truly, you've not. Just want to give you just 30 seconds. Bring out your phone, send a text message. I forgive you. Or please forgive me. One of the two. Because you, yes, we are saying, you know, is it your new year resolution. But just like we all know, it starts now. So, I mean, I want to believe that we are doing it. I'm not looking at anybody's hand if you are texting or not. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. It's, it, goes, it goes a long way. And if, 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 if you are praying, if you are praying, you want your prayers to be heard. Because I know that some people, your resolution for next year is I want to pray more. If you want to pray more, you want more answers. Yeah. To get more answers, you have to forgive or you have to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that, that, is, that is that that we also wanted to talk about. Our brother mentioned um, that he wants to freak less at his kids. My brother, you're not the only one in that category. It's, it's the truth. <laughs> you're, not the, you're not the only one in that category. And I, I, I mean, not that I blame you. I would say that our culture, being, well, for some of us that are Nigerians, plays a lot of part in it. <laughs> and Jamaicans too, now we know. <laughs> but what about, what about, you know, a New Year resolution, just like you said? Of being a better spouse, being a better child. Probably a few people here. You only speak to your parents every holiday. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. What about you? That you know you are also not actively trying to lead your kids to Christ. You know, uh, Jesus did say something about parents leading their children astray. This is something about you know better to for you to tie a stone around your neck, and I mean I'm not gonna go. We all for some of us that know that part, we already know exactly what yeah. it is down to lead these little ones. So, Dio, what what are your thoughts? I know you I know you've said that you also want to freak less, but let's <laughs> let let's let's not just talk about freaking less at the kids, spouses as well. What do you think? Do you think this is a viable spiritual resolution as well? Absolutely. It's a spiritual resolution. Um, I want us to look at the uh, Acts 10 uh, verse 2. Acts 10 verse 2. I think someone mentioned as part of our resolution that she wants to bring her kids into devotion, right? Mm. So Acts 10 uh, 2 was talking about the man Cornelius. He said, a devout man and one who feared God with all his house, uh, you know, f that that description of you know his children, his household fearing God, is not something they just woke up to. It's something they've built. It's something they've cultivated. So, it, it, it's a good resolution to want to be a better spouse. It's a good resolution to want to be better parents. It's a good resolution, but it's it's just it's going to be um, a combination of so many things. And one of it is leading the whole family, bringing the whole family together. You know, in in your in all your spiritual resolution, it, it, it can be personal for all the spiritual resolution. It has to be uh, collective for the whole household. Thank you. Um, please, I want you to give the mic to Pastor Titi. <laughs> Pastor Titi, you know why now? <laughs> We've been praying about families, right? We've been praying about families, right? And. And we're looking at it that why does it make sense for someone to wake up and say, and look at his wife and say, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better parent. Or you look at your parents and say, I want to be a better child. Why do we think it's important? What are the blessings that are attributed to this, to this decision? Family is um, 
something that has to do with the heartbeat of God. Satan knows that if he hurts a family, he's hurting God. Because God instituted the home. He instituted the, um, the family. And uh, if the family is sick, the street is sick. If the street is sick, the city is sick. If the city is sick, the province is sick. If the province is sick, the country is sick. So it starts from the home. The enemy planned right from the beginning. It is not about you alone. Right from the time of Adam. Because immediately the Lord brought those two people together. He made sure that mm, I need to do something about this. And we have not come out of it up to now. Part of the struggle of man is the Bible says that it's from, it's from Tiso. If you know what Tiso is. Ego in Yoruba. Tons. That is why part of work, part of job is struggle. There's nothing we can do about it. But the only thing that we can do about it is that God will just give us the grace and then give us the blessing. Because that's why the Bible says that it's the blessing of God that makes rich and has no sorrow to it. Praise the Lord. So what we can do, we need to make sure that our home is together. If your home is not together, even the church is nothing. And that is the truth. Without the home, without the husband and the wife being together, we've seen more. If you look at the uh, people in the um, prison, boys, girls that are doing um, drugs, check the home. You decide that the daddy is not there, or the mommy is not. Even <laughs> the rate at which mommies are leaving the children now these days, you will see that the scripture is being fulfilled. Why? He said, can the woman leave the, uh, the, 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 the baby that he, he, she gave birth to, that you pushed, that you cried on? He said, yes. God himself answered. He said, yes. They will leave, but I will not go. Go and check out the, the um, statistics of people that are in the prison. He said, from the home. Daddies are not there. Mommies are not there. We have some single daddies. We have some single mommies. So, that, uh, God is very particular about the home. That is why we have, right from the beginning, make sure that we, we do what we make the home comfortable. And uh, hey, Satan, he does not joke with the home. Mm -mm, he does not. That is the reason why you have to make sure that you are intentional about your home. You make sure that your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, you make sure that you are praying at all times that, Lord, help me. Why did the 50, a 50-year-old 50 pastor divorce the, I mean, a 50-year-old marriage, a pastor, pastor divorce the wife and go and marry the secretary? After 50 years, you begin to wonder, oh, what are we talking about? 50 years, pastor. <laughs> and you begin to wonder, look, Satan waits for time. He waits for time. It, does, it doesn't matter how long you have been married. He will wait. He will just say, oh, let's check again. Maybe today he has relaxed. Okay, he didn't relax. Okay. Ten years. Oh, let's check again. If you are. A little time like this that you just relax and say, oh, today, let us, we don't have to pray. That is when he will strike. May he not strike you in Jesus' name. Amen. So it, it has to do with so many things out there. That is why we are praying that our homes... Our homes, even in Christ Chapel, because if we are together, I guarantee you, Abari is safe, Ontario is safe, Canada is safe. I hope I Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, before we leave, just the last thing we want to do. Um, we've, we've all heard, and I think one of the important things we're bringing out of this is that when you make a resolution, don't wait till January 1st. Whether you like it whether we believe it or not, it, this will not be our portion, but there are a lot of people that will not see tomorrow. But as children of covenant, children of the living God, children of the Most High, we will see tomorrow and many more years to come. Amen. And because we also don't know, I mean, you could, five minutes, ten minutes, we don't know when Jesus will come. So if you're here, you, you've heard everything that we've said. If you're online, you've heard. Don't wait till... 11.45 to give your life to God. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow may be too late. 
11.45 may be too late. And I just want to say that if, you've, if you are willing and you want to make the decision to give your life to God, if you're also online, you want to give your life to God, we suggest that you do it now. Pastor, we're please going to ask you, beg you to come help us with this part. For everyone that is, that is interested in giving their life to God right now, online or in church, please help us um, just give them the word and help us pray for them. Thank you so much. Okay. Sorry. Uh, before Pastor comes up to pray, I think there is one other resolution I want us to make. And this is just uh, about the youth only. If you, are, if, you are, if you know you are a youth here, please, I, I, I implore you to please rise to your feet. No, I, I, I'm talking about the uh, mem members of the youth group. I, I, I mean, I know you people are youth. But if you are a member of the youth, please stand to your feet. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of people standing. And these are the only youth that participated or that has always been participating in youth activities. So I want us to make a resolution to be better in 2024. I mean, I mean, not as a person, but rather to be more, to participate more. I know there are still a lot of people not standing up. A lot not standing up. There are still a lot not standing up. We, we want youth participation in church. We want you, when we call, when we ask youth for, uh, to, for meetings, we want you to join. When we have youth Sundays like this, we want you to participate. So I want you to also make that resolution. I don't know if there is a way we can force resolution, but I, I know it's something you have to do from within you, but I just want to, just because I have the mic now, but we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> so I, I want to employ you to please, you know, get yourself involved. Participate more. Let's, let's come together and, you know, move the church of God forward. I want youth to be uh, more active. I want youth to be part to participate more, even in church programs, church activities. You know, we can't leave it to uh, the elders alone. We, they need help. They need us to help them, and we also need them to mentor and tutor us. You know, right now because this is the best time. The Bible says, "Remember God, the Creator, in the days of their youth, when the days of evil has not come." Pastor, please. Thank you for listening to the Lord's Battle Axe Youth Sunday panel discussion. God bless you.